Welcome to episode number 35 of the Who Am I podcast. This is Brian Dill with the Southside Church of Christ, and we are here to talk about our identity as Christians and what that means in the world in which we live today. And here with me, as always, is the stupendous Jackson Wells. Hello, hello. Jackson, school has started. It has. And you're helping, or you are teaching a couple classes in the local schools now. How's that going? It's going well. I'm teaching two geometry classes. That's all it is. I go at the beginning of the day, and I teach two math classes, and I come here. So, right. so far, it's pretty good. Good. Um, geometry is my favorite math subject. Oh, really? So okay. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun so far. Uh, okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, geometry is your favorite over algebra. I don't yes. know. Algebra always made more sense to me. Algebra, I struggle with algebra. I used to at the, like when I first took algebra, didn't make sense to me. But okay. geometry, it's like, okay, it's shapes. There are rules right. with the shapes. I can see right. it. Makes more sense. Algebra, you know, it makes sense now, but like, <laughs> I was like, I don't understand why these rules right. are the rules. It doesn't make any, <laughs> like, there wasn't anything for me to visually. Ah, okay. And so, okay. Um, and see, I think that's why, like, like our brains work differently mm-hmm. from each other, you know. And so, so I'm very numbers oriented, and, and so that's why to me, algebra was just super easy. That yeah. that just made total sense. Geometry, it was just like, I don't get it, but uh, I can memorize. Yeah. The information well, I need to memorize. There was <laughs> one thing I took geometry my freshman year of high school, and the construction portion where we were like having to construct circles and triangles and right there were all right. these intersections and rules and you're having to use compasses and protractors like that was so much fun to me because it's the the hands-on sure. creating something sure it was just i liked it and so ah, i'm excited okay. about getting into that portion yeah. with students and we'll see how it goes well that'll be cool that'll be cool well let's get this episode going okay so today as we start our episode, it's time for, once again, Random Facts. Let's go. It's been a while since we've had Random it, Facts. It has, like, uh, especially just, just for us. Yeah, And yeah. So, so I'm going to share some random facts with Jackson and uh, and then get to enjoy his reaction. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love Random Facts. It's going to help me with my trivia. There you go. There you go. All right. So, number one, did you know that Australia is wider than the moon. I did not know that. <laughs> that's impressive. I that's, saw that and I thought that cannot be possible. That's that's crazy. And, but then I saw it, it talking about, you know, so the width of Australia from uh-huh. coast to coast is wider than, you know, speaking of geometry, yeah. the diameter, the diameter of, the of the moon. The moon. And I thought, how crazy is that? Wow. That's that also makes me think, man, that, the moon's kind of small. The moon is small <laughs> and then uh australia is huge <laughs> right maybe maybe it's bigger than you think yeah i always think of it as this kind of little you know island down there australia, you know, australia is weird to me uh-huh. one of my favorite shows is married at first sight australia <laughs> and they've got this there's something about australians that is just so interesting okay it's like you know everybody was obsessed with americans in the 50s and 60s or whatever <laughs> 
Everybody's obsessed with Australians right now. Is that seems. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I could be completely wrong. I, I don't, don't know. Maybe it's just because I've watched this show and I think Australians I don't are know. cool. I'd love to go to Australia sometime. Yeah. I think it would be a fun place to. I mean, you could to run into visit. Hugh Jackman. Name you a cooler could, person could. than Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Hugh Jackman a lot. You know. Okay. All right. Number two. Did you know that in Switzerland, it is illegal to own one guinea pig? No, I did not know that, but I know why. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, guinea pigs, guinea pigs need friends. They do. It would be cruel and unusual for that's a right. guinea pig to be left alone. That's right. And that's how that they <laughs> they deem it cruel uh, animal treatment. You know, uh, oh, animal abuse or yeah. whatever. If you own just one guinea pig, because they're such social creatures <laughs> that you have to own two. And, oh, and I knew this. I knew that this was a thing. Not the Switzerland part, but I knew that this about guinea pigs because there was a time when we were thinking about getting Asher a guinea uh-huh. pig. Yeah. And as I read about it, it said you have to have at least two. Otherwise, the one is just going to be miserable. Yeah. And I thought, well, how how cute is that? You know, on the yeah. one hand, it's like, oh, it's yeah. cool. And they actually like, you know, lap time and sitting with you and that sort of thing. And yeah. I thought, well, that's really neat. But uh, Dana was not very on board with the guinea no, pig idea. Like a, my mother would be the same way. It's a giant rat <laughs> um, with no tail. <laughs> Uh, right. Guinea pigs are cool though. <laughs> so you know, in in Maine, you've got lobster. You could, I'm sure, you can go to a restaurant and then they've got the lobster, and you can pick out which lobster sure. you're going to eat. Sure. In right. South America, in some places, they do the same thing, but <gasps> with guinea pigs, and uh, you can pick out your guinea pig. Who would eat a guinea pig? I do not know. I would not. <laughs> One, they are they're too cute to eat. <laughs> Two. What in the world are you going to eat off of a guinea pig? I mean, it's I mean, like no bigger than a meat. squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took a Gross. class in college, and we talked about that. Oh. And I was like, no. And they showed us what a cooked guinea pig looks like. So <laughs> it was not appetizing. <laughs> Regular pig, I'm on board. Oh, yeah. Barbecue, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So, so last random fact, number three. Did you know that you are more creative in the shower. I 100% agree with that. <laughs> you agree with this? Yeah. <laughs> I have worked my way out of so many arguments in the shower. Um, like, I've, I've written songs in the shower. Right. I mean... <laughs> well, but this is, this is backed up by science. How? <laughs> so, okay, so it's the, the hot water. Okay. Uh, for whatever reason causes your your mind to release dopamine okay. which is a very positive so you're getting um, high yeah, you're <laughs> getting high on hot water good grief <laughs> no but it but you know and and dopamine is is a is is one of those yeah uh natural chemicals in your brain and so because of that you are naturally going to be able to be more creative while taking a hot shower the, the caveat is at least for me if I'm halfway awake in the shower, because that's usually you, yeah, your morning that's shower, me yeah. waking myself up. So yeah. I'm not really thinking about anything. At least I don't think I am. 
Oh uh, man, that's a that's a good that's a good fact. I so I've I've recently started carrying around a notebook with right. me wherever yes. I go, just a little notebook that I can put in my back pocket. I and bet if I, most everyone at Southside has noticed that it, it is <laughs> it has made my life so much better because it helps right. me remember things. There you go. And then if I have an idea, I can write it down, and you know, because I forget so many ideas. Um, I was going through it the other day and. I came across a question that I was like, I wonder what that is. <laughs> like, what? Like, why do we call TNT TNT? You know? Um, do you know why? Do you know what TNT I'm stands sure for? Uh, thermonuclear. No. <laughs> it, it's, it stands. I think this is what it stands for. Uh, trinitrotooline. Okay. It's all one word. Yeah. I really wanted to know that, and I would not have asked myself that question 20 <laughs> minutes later, but I remembered that it was in my notebook, and so right. now I just need to find a waterproof notebook. That's right, so that you can <laughs> that be can, writing in, in the my, shower. In shower. <laughs> so you just sit in the shower with the hot water going <laughs> over you and write, you know. <laughs> I need a, I need a brainstorming session. Yeah. Let's head to the shower. shower. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just imagining our next, like... <laughs> <laughs> elders meeting or something where it's like we got to come up with some ideas <laughs> well <laughs> maybe that's the maybe that's the steam or the yeah or, like uh, i'm thinking about the old like rooms saunas or yeah whatever. saunas back in ancient times people <laughs> people would always go to the sauna so <laughs> that's what we're gonna do a retreat at a oh sauna. brother oh uh, no hard pass <laughs> oh me all right all right so enough of the nonsense right <laughs> so <laughs> let's Let's talk about what we're call what we call the meat of the week. This week we're talking about one of the what I believe is one of the more well known characters in Scripture, and we're asking the question: Am I a Samson? Now, when I was growing up, there was Bible classes oh, yeah. focused on Samson. VBS classes focused on Samson. You know, all these things. He's definitely one of those stories that you hear as a kid, much like Noah and the, and the flood and Moses in the Red Sea and yeah. you know, all these kinds of things. Of all the judges you probably heard about when you were a kid, Samson was definitely yeah, the one. for sure. Because it was, it was almost always a focus on Samson and Delilah, and she cut his hair, mm-hmm. and so they were able to capture him. But then he... Brought down the the temple yeah. on the Philistines by pulling apart the pillars or, yeah. or pushing the pillars apart or whatever it was. Yeah. So that's really the only part of the story that I ever heard as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, he's he's such this great hero. And yet, <laughs> as as I got older and read more of the story of Samson, I realized that maybe he's not quite as heroic as we were led to believe as children <laughs> even yeah. though even though he's in Hebrews 11 his his name's listed there yeah. but there's definitely some flaws <laughs> yeah he, he i don't know a comparable superhero to <laughs> okay you know but he it's like he's got all of this strength power what what have you right but he doesn't know how to use it until the very end where like it's at the very end where it finally clicks and he's yes. like oh, okay this is what i'm supposed to be doing but he he kind of for the most part of his life seems like a spoiled entitled brat like he <laughs> he just yes he he's he's jacked i mean like probably right. 
we could we, we could call this section instead of meat of the week. We could probably call it hunk of the week because <laughs> I mean when I imagine Samson, I imagine this just <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Here we are again. <laughs> I knew that's where you were gonna go. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there was a movie made within the last seven or eight years, a Samson movie. Um, if in, really, yeah, if, you, if you're interested in going to see it, it and like, like he he's strong, he's able to do all of this stuff, but he still makes so many stupid choices. <laughs> um, yes, he does. Judges fourteen one and two is a perfect example of the brattiness, like give me what I want kind of <laughs> nature that he has. Okay. So uh, Judges 14, one and two, this is what it says. Samson went down to Timnah and at Timnah he saw one of the daughters of the Philistines. Then he came up and told his father and mother, I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Timnah. Now get her for me as my wife. <laughs> like Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I saw one that I liked it. Go get me that one, please. Yes. <laughs> like, such such a a bratty type of behavior. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, and you know his parents kind of they they try to say, hey, yeah, like, uh, we got we got relative, which is weird like, that they said relatives. You well, know, <laughs> right. like, well, they're all Jews. You yeah. know, they're, if you trace it far, back far yeah. enough, everybody's yeah. related. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Twelve tribes, yeah, you know that yeah. kind of thing. There, there were plenty of Israelites that he could have married. <laughs> yes, um, but he didn't, and <laughs> it was just an unwise. It se- it seemed unwise. Also, in the same chapter, it was it was like well, God was. This was what God was planning to do. This is why He allowed that to happen. And so, regardless, like. If I went up to my mom and dad <laughs> and said this, <laughs> go get me, <laughs> get me, get me her. <laughs> it would be, it would be like, what are you doing? You're grown, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's kind of indicative of what we see throughout Samson's life. Yeah, you know, at least the examples that we have in Scripture. I mean, yeah. we don't have a ton. I mean, his entire story takes up about two chapters, three mm-hmm. chapters of the Bible. Yeah, um, but. There's just so many times where he just seems to he, – he's very childish, like you said. Yeah. He just he, – he says, I want that, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, doesn't care that it's really not wise. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. And then he gets mad and throws temper tantrums mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, like there, there was the, the time he made a wager with um, – Yes, the guard was it the guards. Well, it was. Or uh, it was just like I think maybe other relatives or something because it's in this same chapter. It's yeah. It's this woman, this Philistine woman that he wants to marry. So, mm-hmm. so they go ahead and finally agree to set it up. And so he's there, you know, the pre-wedding stuff and, and is going on, and and he makes that wager with all these, I guess, wedding party people yes, or, yes, that, that are yeah. involved in some way with the wedding. Yeah, and he loses, and then <laughs> right, and then has to go kill a bunch of people. Well, well, he doesn't have to kill anybody, <laughs> no. but that's the way he handles yeah. it. Uh, again, like, like, <laughs> it's like good grief. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, instead of you know, because he had to go and get you know thirty coats yeah. or, or something yeah. of that nature, and and so he just goes and he kills thirty Philistines yeah. and takes their coats and then gives them to these guys. <laughs> it's like. Wow, did you not think that there might have been a little easier way yeah. to handle that? Man. And, and that whole story, story, I remember reading that in high school, mm-hmm. uh, that, that portion of it, and it was for a, for a Bible class. And that was one of the times I remember going, 
what is wrong with Samson? Mm-hmm. I don't remember this part of the story of Samson. Yeah. And the the part that got to us, you know, you know, teenagers, parts of the Bible you've never read before uh-huh. that all of a sudden stick in your head. Yeah. Is when when he tells the riddle, right? The the, the uh-huh. wager was if they could figure out his riddle. Uh-huh. So they figure it out because they pressure his fiance yeah. to get the answer from him. And so he gives her the answer, and she she goes and gives it to these uh-huh. guys, unbeknownst to Samson. And then never they, date a Philistine, and they right. <laughs> and so they reveal that they know the answer, and his his uh, response is, at least in some probably older version, <laughs> is if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have figured out my riddle. <laughs> you heifer, <laughs> and we Dang. just were like. What did he say? <laughs> and so, so we're you know we're all dying laughing that oh, you know he calls his wife a heifer. We're yeah. like, what is that? Well, I I can remember reading <laughs> Judges as a teenager, right? I mean, like this is the best book. Of the Bible. <laughs> it is wild. Yes, There's so much crazy stuff that happens, not just with Samson, but yeah, yeah. And so, so Samson is is very much just this kind of loose cannon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and of course, everybody knows about the cutting his hair thing at the end, but that's really, that's kind of the penultimate moment mm-hmm. of his Nazarite vows being broken. Right. Because right. that's that's a a big part of the story. It's not expressed specifically in the Book of Judges, but as you follow his story along. Knowing that he he's a Nazarite from birth, mm-hmm. which is very unusual, yeah. But he was set apart for God, and so he took these vows, or the parents took the vows for this child. And so there's three things that that a Nazarite was forbidden from doing, mm-hmm. right? And one we know that the cutting of the hair, yep. You know, so so he had some long hair. Also, they were forbidden from really even going near a dead body. Mm-hmm. much less touching it. Yeah. And then the third big thing was they weren't allowed to drink anything from grapes. They weren't allowed to eat grapes. They weren't allowed to drink grape juice, wine, any of that. Mm-hmm. And so that was the three vows that they took. And as you read through Judges 14, 15, and 16, you see that... Two of them clearly, very clearly, are are violated, and the third one is perhaps implied that he violated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he touches a dead body, really on multiple occasions. Yeah, dude, dude <laughs> was responsible for dead bodies. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and and so he so he kills the lion. That uh-huh. was part of the riddle, right? Yeah, the, yeah. So he kills the lion, and then later goes back and gets honey. Out of the carcass of yeah, the lion, which is disgusting. Yeah, like, bro, just let it go. <laughs> who, who needs honey that bad? Uh, unless you're Yogi Bear or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, not uh, Pooh Bear, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Winnie the I wouldn't Pooh. have. I wouldn't have corrected you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, when he kills those thirty mm-hmm. uh, to take their cloaks, he has to take that cloak off of their dead bodies. Yeah. So clearly, I mean, multiple examples of violating that one, no yeah. question. Yeah. And then the the, well, uh, the the jawbone situation, right? The jawbone of the donkey. That's probably one of the most yes. epic scenes. Yes, just dude kills a thousand people <laughs> with the jawbone of a donkey. Right, he's using a dead animal's bone to make people dead. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of violations of that one. 
the cutting hair, okay, technically it wasn't him cutting his hair, mm-hmm. but he he was responsible for allowing yeah. it to happen or, yeah. uh, or creating the scenario that allowed Delilah in chapter 16 to, to eventually cut his hair. And and then there's the, the abstaining from grape-related drinks. You know, he has this enormous feast in chapter 14, mm-hmm. again, back to this wedding uh, with this Philistine fiancé. It says that he had the the kind of feast that you would expect from people in the in that day and time, and historically we know that that it would have included wine, grape juice, you know, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to think he would have abstained doesn't really fit the character of right. Samson that we right. know. So, like, I'm, I'm, listen, there's three. <laughs> I'll kill people. I'm not going to cut my hair. And I'm not going to drink wine, but I will kill people. Right? Like, yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems that Samson was just so determined to do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and didn't care. It seems at times about consequences or no, uh, any of he, that. He didn't, and and. Not caring about the consequences for somebody like Samson is very dangerous because he didn't care about the consequences, and a lot of times, for the for the most part in his life, nothing bad happened. Like right. he was able to get out of it. He, just, oh, I need to go get thirty coats. I'll kill thirty people. It's no right. problem. He was able. He was able to get out of those situations until he couldn't. Right. And so he's he's nearing the the we're nearing the end of the story, right? And Delilah finally figures out. Oh, if I just cut his hair, he's gonna you know, lose his strength. And that's exactly what happens. Yes. And he, he, he feels it like, like he's blinded. He is no longer strong Samson. Right. And there's, there's nothing that he can do to defend himself. Like the consequences of his actions are pretty dire. That's Um, right. So he, he was at the end of his life, like we said earlier, able to, to be in that great hall with the Philistines and whether he pushed or pulled, whatever, he killed 3,000 Philistines all at once, right. which was a crazy, crazy feat. Um, well, and the Bible says that he killed more in his death because it kills Satan yeah. too. He killed more in his death than he did in his, yeah. in his lifetime. Isn't that like, like, again, God uses in mysterious ways and he definitely used Samson. I would I would say Samson is the most unconventional judge that there <laughs> yes, is in, in the way that definitely that God used him. <laughs> um and and I don't encourage you to live like Samson. Right. I encourage you to to make good decisions throughout <laughs> your life. I and I hope that you never find yourself strapped between two pillars and <laughs> like you're having to make that choice. Right. But in in that last moment of his life, he did make a very selfish selfless choice. Yes, he did. And through that, he did what all the judges do and delivered. And so selflessness is a key to godly living. That's right. And I'm going to read Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40. This is Jesus. He's being asked, what are the greatest commands? And this is what Jesus says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So we've got loving God. Okay, yeah, I know we should do that. But loving your neighbor, that is a very selfless thing. That's right. 
and I was thinking as we were prepare as I was preparing, what are selfless things that we can do that we can see encourage godly living? Mm. And there are some some of the simplest things, and we've talked about some of the specific things in previous podcasts. But the one that immediately comes to mind is is just helping somebody. Um, okay. And it doesn't have to be this huge, grandiose act. Right. It can be as simple as bring in a casserole over to somebody who just had a baby because you know that they're going to be up all night. Right. Um, <laughs> that is... <laughs> what would Jesus do <laughs> kind of, you know, sure, that's sure. godly living, that's serving your neighbor, that's helping yes. somebody out. And it, and it doesn't have to be this large, large thing. Helping and serving are very similar, but the selflessness of those two acts are very godly. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, in contrast to that is, is what we see so much in Samson. Mm-hmm. It's a, Samson saw what he wanted and didn't care yeah. that it was the wrong decision or the wrong choice or not healthy or yeah. unwise or spiritually detrimental to his life or any yeah. of that. Well, and he it, just wanted what he wanted. And it didn't it didn't just affect him. Right. Like, like think about it rarely his, does, right? Think about well, one, <laughs> the people that he's killing needlessly sometimes. <laughs> yes. Think about his mom and dad who took this Nazarite vow and everybody's like you took a Nazarite vow with Samson? Yeah. Why didn't you do that for Junior? You know, Why like, is, um, yeah, right. <laughs> and so, like, like his, you know, we, we can only speculate there, but, like, it, it, it wasn't just the decisions that he made affecting him. It affected right. everybody. And the same is true for us. If, if we Absolutely. make selfish decisions, it's going to, a lot of times, it's going to negatively impact people that we love and people that we need to love. Exactly. Exactly. So the question is, am I a Samson? Uh, <laughs> kind of hope not. Uh, like the in last, a lot of ways. that last five percent. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Maybe you know that you know making that ultimate sacrifice in the end that needed to be yeah, made. Yeah. Okay, great. That's you know not saying that you have to sacrifice your yeah. life always. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. anything like that, but but you know being willing to make a sacrifice. In, in order to accomplish God's will, yes, uh, great, yeah, do that. But the flip side of that, for most of Samson's life, is yeah, maybe you know, think through your choices yes, uh, a absolutely. little more, and you know, don't be so uh, rash in decision making. Make sure it is godly yes. and wise, rather than just saying, "I want that, and that's what I'm doing." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, uh, what else? Any other thoughts from do, from do you, Jackson? What kind of music would Samson listen to? If like obviously, dude worked out. What kind of music would it have been? <laughs> All I can think about is that it's down, stupid down song. with the sickness. Yes. I can just see Samson like he's about to squat like and he's, you, he's got headphones on, no noise, and then all of a sudden Samson just goes wah. <laughs> And then, like, squats 800 pounds. <laughs> or he's headman with yeah. the big long hair. Yeah. You know, it's just going everywhere. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Why did we go down that road? <laughs> oh, good grief. Okay. So I think we just, you know, a lot of people just are thinking, what are these guys doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's one way to, to wrap up an yeah. episode, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, we are, we are thoroughly uh, appreciative of all of you who have listened to this week's episode. We are grateful for your attention and uh, your commitment to continuing to grow in your uh, relationship with God and understanding your identity in Jesus. We hope that this week's episode has been helpful in, in that growth. So we pray you have a blessed week and a wonderful day. Take care.